I V M. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to Simplified Shorties. the younger sibling of our otherwise 30 minute plus episodes and with the flavor of the season you could say this is like the t20 version of our otherwise test cricket offering hmm that analogy totally works because like uh, t20 you have no idea what the episode uh, was all about 2 hours after you heard it yeah that's just true. like a t20 match and like test cricket you politely acknowledge its presence but stop paying attention to it a long time back i think you should consider doing a 5 day simplified episode <laughs> anyway we don't have too much time since we are on a shorty today and like a condensed version of the usual nonsense that we do uh today we are going to look at a question i'm sure all of you have thought about at some point of time and it involves britain actually there are two major questions regarding england one is why did the british ever leave india and the second is the one which we are going to answer today yeah and that second question is why does a royal family exist like just like why and we are obviously doing this because the wedding the royal somebody got married like somebody yeah. uh to an american some something happened and then the world suddenly became cognizant of the fact that the royal family exists and you know and then people start thinking oh the royal family the royal family oh yes the family that rules england wait and then people do a double take and like huh i have no idea why they exist <laughs> what do they do where do they come from what how function? do i become yeah. what function do they serve and why is how can i become king why is there no king how come only a queen <laughs> so uh, all these questions so to answer all this um, i saw two wikipedia <laughs> i saw two mm. youtube videos so it all started long back naren um, and please correct me if any of my facts are wrong because i'm sure you were there at the time for many of these <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much yeah, yeah i wrote this episode only to fit in that for the rest of the show doesn't matter anyway so long back there was a chap called king egbert mm. okay king egbert ruled a region of england called wessex mm. which is the south that that appendix like part of england is the south west part of england and eventually he conquered all of england this was a fairly cantankerous time where everybody used to go at each other's throats with horses and knives yeah. and finally he ruled all of england and then he became the king of england and that's it that's simple as that so it started from there and from there this title of king of england you know passed down passed down passed down till finally it reached one family which had no children so suddenly there was nowhere for the crown to go after this so this is an extremely simplistic model of what i'm saying there are uh, entire videos online which you will confuse the crap out of you in terms of how the crown was passed down people fought over it siblings fought over it yeah i mean it, it gets extremely extremely complicated and eventually things sort of like reached a head when there was nobody to pass the crown on to uh, so the parliament the british parliament which has always been complicit with the royal family in the year 1701 and that's a key year in the whole royal family thing um they passed a law that said um, okay let's formalize it and they drew up a set of rules in terms of who it can be passed on to or basically an entire algorithm in terms for of for succession yeah for succession yeah, yeah 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 till then it was as simple as okay if i die my son gets it or whatever it yeah. is but that's not always the case so then what happens if i have no sons at all so then the crown goes back up and then down the another branch of the family tree so all that sort of thing so they drew up a set of rules and basically the upshot of all this was a distant relative 
of the guy who had just conked off a person called Sophia of Hanover was basically told that she would now be the queen of uh, England uh, it's interesting as Hanover it always reminded me of the word handover yeah, so, so it's so the crown like, was handed, handed over to, handed over to, to Sophia, Sophia of Hanover, Hanover. yeah I wonder if it was that way. Anyway, this 1701 Act was called the Act of Settlement. And interestingly, just before Sophia was about to be crowned the queen, she died. So uh, the laws kicked in immediately. And so her heir took over. That was King George I in 1714. And all the monarchs have basically come from that lineage. Uh, ever since right down to... Desi, yeah. as it were. Interestingly, the mm. pa- the act was passed in 1701 and the first king as a result of this law was in 1714. So that's a fair 13 years of implement. Mm. We blame the Modi government for slow implementation. <laughs> so I think so much for British efficiency there. If people are really interested in uh, the history of how it's passed down. So this is in a nutshell how mm. we got from King Egbert to where we are today. Uh, it's not really that. So this is the mechanistic part this of, is mechanistic uh, part, yeah. of uh, why the family exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, this is lovely YouTube channel called CGP Grey, which mm. explains a lot of stuff around the world with lovely animations and a great deadpan sort of delivery. And he's done this great video of how the crown is actually passed on from King Egbert, even way before to all the way down to where it is. And it's an absolutely fascinating, uh, you know, how it's for how people have fought against each other, how when somebody didn't have a child, so it's backed up and then gone to somebody yeah, it else. It had such a bloody history. Yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, monarchy in Europe has had such a bloody history. And yeah. everything in general, I was reading, yeah. I was listening to this terrific podcast by Dan Carlin, which mm. I highly recommend, about how pain was used as an instrument in Europe wow. and the kind of horrific things that they used to do. So yeah, British yeah. monarchy was completely... Medieval Europe was yeah, a jolly yeah, type. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. This Sophia of Hanover, interestingly enough, uh, this is a, it's an interesting person. So there was a time when, before, uh, bef- much before Sophia of Hanover, there was a time when England actually ran out of kings hmm. because there was nobody for it to go down to. And then in CGP Grace w- uh, words, that's when they uh, decided to acknowledged that Scotland existed. So <laughs> they basically borrowed a king from there. And that king's daughter was uh, Sophia of Hanover. That was the distant relative. So it's it's really long. It's really complicated in terms of how the uh, crown has been handed down. And now if, uh, if and when Queen Elizabeth dies, it's uh, going to go to Prince Charles, who has, uh, I mean, it's, it's a running joke now. It's, he's the longest ever heir apparent. And once uh, Prince Charles uh, hits the casket, then it's... Uh, Prince William and then the cherubic young George uh, and so on. Do you know that there are close to 5,000 eligible descendants of Sophia wow. of Hanover? So there's so no there's no short, sudden shortage. Yeah, yeah, there's no sudden shortage. I mean, as long yeah. as they maintain records somewhere, it's there. Mm. Abdication, by the way, is possible, but it's happened only once because the king wanted to marry an American commoner, which uh, was absolutely... Uh, against the rules of the church. And that's an interesting part, by the way. A lot of people might wonder, how do I become the king or queen, as it may be, of England? Was uh, it because it was a commoner or was it because it was, she was a divorcee? Uh, both, actually. Okay. American, so three, it's a triple whammy, actually. Okay. A quadruple whammy, actually. American, commoner, divorce and divorce. So it's a double divorcee that... Uh, oh. 
uh, our man was after mm-hmm. so uh, the church did not like that so how do you become the uh, king of england or the queen of england again it's a slightly long complicated process but a couple of interesting things over here is a roman catholic cannot become ஸ்டார்டிங் மை ஓன் church which was the church of england which is the coolest logo by the way it's basically a cross and that um, the horizontal line goes on to complete the e so it's a very cool logo actually uh, mm-hmm. many a metal metal band should take inspiration from there so yeah that's basically about it and now the big question narain mm-hmm. what does the queen or king of england do exactly yeah. the teleological question <laughs> oh, why the monarchy exists yeah, yeah. so um it's a tourist attraction that's about yeah. it it's a high it's just a ceremonial role they serve absolute they have absolutely no power they do call upon the prime minister as in they appoint the prime minister or rather they're invited uh, hmm. sort of like what the governor does i suppose over here uh, for the chief minister but <laughs> apart from that they serve just uh, yeah yeah uh, they serve just a um, ceremonial purpose they are the head of state but they don't yeah. even have powers like our president yeah yeah who, uh, exactly yes yes actually does Actual have a powers. lot of latent powers yes yeah. yes so none uh-huh. of the uh, but uh, she's a highly popular figure and she has by she i mean uh, queen, queen elizabeth and mm. by extension the entire royal family uh, the whole buckingham palace and uh, whatever and the aura around the entire family and the history a lot of people come to britain just to i mean it's an inescapable part of the tourism over there uh, so it's not going to go away anytime soon even though there and i'd like to interject this time at yeah. this point to uh, share my favorite trivia about queen elizabeth oh please do you know what her favorite snack is it is something called bombay mix and what mm. bombay mix is is yes. chuda yes okay? <laughs> and she is so possessive about a chuda that the jars that a chuda are kept in she marks them with markers because she suspects of butlers of eating it wow <laughs> so the <laughs> so she's that ocd about it and of course we will yeah. end this with uh, our fount of obscure <laughs> quotes narain yeah. will now so there is one episode in uh, yes, yes minister, minister. Yeah. Uh, yes prime minister i think in which uh, the prime minister uh, jim hacker has to appoint a bishop and there's a whole lot of politics behind it which is what uh, is shown in the mm. uh, uh, in the in the episode and uh, he all of a sudden jim hacker you know he, he's he's never appointed he's not a religious guy he's never appointed a yeah. bishop so he tells uh, the representative of the church of england that i have never appointed a bishop before so he politely says recommended the appointment to her majesty yes, sir <laughs> so so all the titular uh, uh, you know titular whatever roles still uh, so, yeah. stay with couple of the, like uh, 
because the line of succession was very clear like if i die then my son takes over the crown that sort of thing that's the origin of the phrase the king is dead long live the king because the first part of it refers to the guy who's just conked off and the second part refers yeah. to the guy who's i thought that was fascinating yeah. and the lastly if you go in chronological order the last song ever sung by the beatles or recorded by the beatles rather is a song called uh, uh, her majesty uh which is a very small song at the end of uh, abbey road which even though it was the second last album was actually the last to be uh, recorded and that's a little bit of trivia to end this shorty yeah that's about it and see you next week stay tuned stay cool stay and all stay that stay at home, home.